Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. Grab Boy Bluffs, it's on 141. And then on Friday, we're going to be at the 123 Club. Housekeeping. Their, their annual get-together. I think Bob Costas is going to be on the show between 10 and 1. Don't, Hoff, you can do whatever you want. Okay, thank you. But but don't put them with tuna and strip. No, okay? they're not going to, no. I need okay. to tell them that. Oh, they're not invited. No, I mean, no. Wow, oh. the shade. I'm just listening to orders from people above me. That's all I'm doing. Frank? Did you like it how Tuna showed up at the press conference on Friday? Yeah, he was told the slop was dead, but just in case you needed it. <laughs> the him. next text was, where's the press conference? I'm like, well, it's at Bush Stadium. No, he's, hey, he's a sports guy. You can hear the Charlie Tuna show Monday through Thursday. Thursday, 7 to 9. 7 to 9, barring Grizzlies games. Yes, Chuck Tuna. Illinois basketball. He was there, clearly, as a member of the a longtime member of the sports media. May I support my earlier point about Jake Allen? No. No. Because I now have numbers. No, you don't. And we all know Jake Allen was not good on Sunday. However, he wasn't good on Sunday. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was, no, oh my God. that was my chart. Jess, <laughs> no, no, that was my Charlie. So no, Rocco did my, it again. That was my that Charlie. laughter that was, was so too catty. much for how funny that joke was. You laughed way too hard for a joke that was like a mid-level joke. No, that was one of Maybe the funniest things I heard in a long time. That's a good question. That was that really was, good. By the way, for the record, <laughs> that was my Charlie Bertarelli voice, which is now accepted Correct. on the show. I'm that sorry. is not a Jess there's voice. You told me that there's something about There's something about a grown adult sounding like a 12-year-old while, while, while at his job that just... <laughs> That's a nagging... It gets me. It's a it nagging me. grandma or mom voice. Okay? Can I get to my stats, oh, please? Oh, can I finish my housekeeping? Jeez, just go ahead. Which was that we're, gonna, we're going to be at Schnooks on Thursday. Grab yeah. boy Bluffs. Schnooks, also a great sponsor. It used sponsor. to be a shop and save, I'm told. Oh, it's so one of the Schnooks 19. Schnooks, yes. They bring you the high school athlete of the week. You can vote online. We had a DeSmet hockey player. Uh, it's up to you to vote at 590thefan.com. Also, this time of year, let Schnooks take care of the holiday meal, pick things up, the Spiral sliced ham, have mm. things ready, the pies, everything you need. Oh, nice pie. Bit, right there at your fingertips, our good friends at Schnucks. Okay, now, Chuck looks something up. He's points. got numbers. No, because instead of just throwing something out there, isn't it nice to have some yes. actual data? Yes. Yes. Shot at As me? I said, we know the Blues aren't great. Okay, breaking news. Whoa. Do you have any numbers to back that up? My point is lately, <laughs> and look, Sunday was not a good game for him, but he's been much better recently. Jake Allen in the month of October, we can all admit, was bad. Save percentage, 874. Goals against, 3.99. So basically four goals a game in the nine games in October. In the month of November, much better. Save percentage, 917. Goals against, 2.58. Giving up a goal and a half less per game in 10 games in November. December, just three games, and we're including the really bad one on Sunday, 926 save percentage, 2.16 goals against. So again... Not boring. No, that was Stoss Hockey Talk, and I had to play that. I'm For six it. weeks now, Jake Allen has been darn good. That's my point. Next topic. Next topic. What is the next topic? Is Jake <laughs> is Jake in goal tonight? I kind of want to see Bennington just for the fun of it, but I'm assuming 
that it's Jake Allen. Would you change your red hot take if Little Bennington, bit. if Bennington were in goal? A little bit. I think I want to see Jake tonight. And again, I just I get the feeling that forty eight to seventy two hours of negativity, the guys in there are pissed. I think ownership is pissed. I think Doug Armstrong is pissed. Doug's kind of always pissed. To be but he was up there with Stillman watching the fight yesterday and watching a 6-1 loss at home. Fans are not happy. And I just I could see the Blues coming out and just rocking and rolling. What's attendance like tonight, do you think? Uh, I mean, you have a loyal fan base. So Panthers you only... aren't exactly an exciting away team, though. Sort of the holiday season. Yeah. People have kind of stopped working, according to Chuck. He's got numbers to back that up as well. Uh, I think you're right. What if I put the over-under at 17,000 tonight? Over-under. I'll say... For a Tuesday? <sighs> Tickets sold, distributed, or actual gate? Will people? they announce both? Can no. we find out? Solomon usually can find that stuff out. I'll say there'll be about 17,000 in the house. The fans, it's December. It's a good time to get out have a little fun. It's the Pronger Cup. Who doesn't want to show up for that game? Text line 855-282-8255. Tom Brunanski's Batwing says, I have been a Jake Basher, but Charlie is right. Prior to Sunday, he has been very good recently, and we're talking six weeks or so. Did you only read that because he agreed with you? No, I read the ones going against me here. Uh, 314, when is the next Andy Strickland presents Hockey Sense starring Andy Strickland? Did he get that Zamboni mechanic from the Hartford Whalers? Friday, he had an unfortunate uh, for the first time in a while. Oh, no. I love Strick, by Uh, the way. A guest dropped or wasn't there, and there was about a 10-second window of nothing before he finally heard Strick say, do we lose him? That happens, though. That no, the only reason that we make... Well, we love making fun of Strick. But one of the main reasons we do it is he used to be on... Before we landed Cocktails and Conversation, we used to be the show before Andy. And so at 12.58, he would be texting, let's go, let's go. And he'd be such a hurry. Even when he would sit there with us at Slider House about a year ago, remember that? Mm-hmm. He'd be on the show with us in the noon hour. And he'd be like, wrap this thing up. Let's go. You guys get out of here. He would kick us off the show, and we would say, well, what's the big hurry? Well, I got the GM of the uh, Saskatchewan squirts on. We're like, oh, okay. Have at it, pal. And then we would get in, and then we would get in our car. And be like, all right, big show today. Blue's playing tonight. And is he ready? He's not ready. Okay. Yeah, big one tonight. The Blues played home. We're like, he kicked us out, and this is what he gets. That's the reason we enjoy it. Not because we're terrible, mean people. We love Strick. Well, text line. That's a separate topic. They're both. Both. From the 618, somebody's saying it's a nice giveaway tonight. Anybody knows they're a bobblehead or something? Uh, No, it's heritage uh, beanie and scarf set. See? Powder blue. But only 12,000 fans get it. First 12 in the house. I just have a feeling that tonight's going to be a good game for the Blues. I could be wrong, and feel free tomorrow to rip on me if oh, I am. for sure, for sure. Even if you're right, we'll still find a way. We might be out on remote tomorrow. We'll let you we know. Might be at Hollywood Casino? Yeah, there's a chance. Uh, we're having a little event out there. There's a chance that we'll be doing the show there. Frank is out, so no matter what, where we're broadcasting from, Kirkwood or Maryland Heights, Chuck and I will be in, so we'll be able to get to that red-hot take. It'll be a red-hot take review at 10.01 tomorrow. Can't wait for that. And Hoffman here, I will read a text that's negative against me. Oh, good. The STL Devil says, Charlie must have learned broadcasting from Spags. Just take away those 350-yard runs, and we held them to less than 200 yards rushing. I think the only mistake you made, you're my guy, the only mistake you I made. I said recently. Recently. I think you needed to say prior to the Sunday game. 
prior to the Sunday. Do we really live in a world here yes, where we, we base things you been on of, an, of an 82-game hockey season on one game? He's been very solid to good for six weeks. Jake Allen has been. We're, ta- I mean, there's pe- we're talking about them getting the first overall pick for only a fourth of the way into the season. So, yeah. I'd say, I'd say we could also jump to uh, smaller conclusions than that, like the goalie sucks. But that's, look, that's a different conversation of at this point in the season, should they be trying to win, in all seriousness? If, if you're going to have to go crazy just to make the playoffs, does it make sense this year to do that? I think that's absolutely a fair question. You know what we need? We need some peeling shrimp. We need a half-pound Fat Eddie burger. We need to brighten the mood. People are kind of bummed. About them blues. Head on up to Fast Eddie's and we'll start. Where in the world is Eddie? And I like to play the guessing game. We do this with Kenny Wallace. I'm going to say you are in the greater Alton area, perhaps even at the restaurant as we speak. I am here now. About ready to open this door. Kick at 1 o'clock. Doors open at 1. Fast Eddie's 7. Days. Do people line up in the cold to wait? That's a, that'd be a that's a real commitment. Well, we open at 1 o'clock Monday through Thursday, and then we open at 11 on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And definitely on the weekends, they're they're out there lined up for sure. No no question. Cold, warm, I'm not going to say sit in their cars, but they're out there, and then we open the door and they pile in. And I wonder this what, time of what year. What about them? Oh, yeah, I was going to get your tip. You went out to Vegas. They won a big game. We thought, you know what, this yep. team's going to turn around. You're a diehard. Eddie <laughs> is a diehard. How frustrating. You go to a lot of those games. The building looks great. We were excited. And there's no, Love it. And, and those playoff games, I'll always see you there. You're riding the highs and the lows. How, how bummed are you about this year? I don't I'm just confused more than anything. I can't figure out what the heck they are and what they're not. Man, weird team. Very strange here. I think we should steal that, Charlie. We don't know who the heck they are. I think they don't know who the heck they are. I can't figure it out. Sometimes it's it's great to watch and sometimes it makes you want to change the channel every time. It's it's been a rough year and it doesn't look any better here. It looks like it's not getting any better, matter of fact. Hey, it's good here in Cities, Martin. We got we got cold beer, and uh, <laughs> we're doing we're doing it. So let's not worry about the blues. Yeah, let's not worry about that. Head on in. Doors open at one seven days a week. You got the music going. I'm wondering how many people throw an impromptu like company Christmas party just right there, where they just walk in with a group of ten or oh, twenty yeah. from the office. Oh and- yeah, we, tons of them. I mean, the last couple weeks and then leading all the way up. Because it's a it's such a late back environment, you know, it's not it's not a stuffy thing. It's just get the gang together, cut out of work a little early and have the party there. Yeah, absolutely. Tons of them, probably hundreds of them before it's over. You know what? That's actually the move, Charlie. If you're a business owner and you're kind of in the area or even 20, 30 minutes away and you say, we really didn't plan anything. we got to get the whole group together. Just pile in it. They can accommodate. Yeah. It's like people when they're turning yeah. 21 or having the bachelorette party, yeah. they just unload and Fast Eddie's is there. They can handle the big crowd. It's all just kind of hanging out and goofing off instead of, you know, like I said, the stuff and shit. Well, come on over. I'm opening this door. He's a, he's literally about to open the door. That's where in the world is uh, Fast Eddie. You'll see him at Blues games, Cardinal games. He's a big fan, but today, hold I'd the fort. I'd rather be right here. Right here in beautiful Alton, Illinois, and even the outdoor. Alton, it's going to be 50 degrees. Today. People will be out on the patio today. No doubt about it. We'll see you there. Uh, there he is. Thanks, buddy. Fast Eddie checking in with us. See ya. Alton, Illinois, peel and eat shrimp, basket of fries. Every time we mention it, I just get real hungry. Now, don't ever ask for a coupon if you're going up there, like my old colleague did. That's a cheap person right there. You don't need a coupon. The prices Thank are you. so good there. It's 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 the spot for everybody, for the every man, you know what I'm saying? I and think, every woman. And I think Eddie said it correctly. We don't even know who the heck they are. I'm glad you said every woman. 
Charlie, because we are all inclusive on this show. We are. not. On this TV station that we work for. I told Frank I got an email the other night saying they were sick of my sexist sports because we didn't have highlights of the slew Mizzou women, which we wanted to, but we couldn't get a photographer down there to cover it. Normally, Zach Choate works on a Sunday. He would have run down there and done it. He was off work. Well, she, just... the, the, the emailer implied other instances. Right. She said, tired of your consistently sexist reports. I'm like, so I want to hear more. Specifically at you? Yes. Let's get her on the air. I'll tell you what, I like this. I'll tell you what. I like where this is headed. Let's get into the end of the day, and I'm going to look through my email. I'm going to find it for you, okay? And at the end of the end, I will read you exactly what was said. All right, let's do the Hoff segment, and then I'll have it ready. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I I don't want to do this. By the way, the Blues uh, postseason percentage, 7.9%. Martin, you asked, believing that the Panthers had kind of fairly well dominated the Blues last year. You're right. The Blues 0-2 last year against the Panthers, losing by the scores of 7-4 and 5-2. All I'm saying is this team tonight <laughs> is motivated. They're due. They're due. Schwartz is back after missing almost a month. David Perron has to be ticked off after being a healthy scratch. I could just see two or three days worth of negativity coming out and and equaling a strong Blues performance. Tomorrow, I'll come on the radio and I will say I'm wrong if I am. I did that with Bryce Harper. I've been telling people he's not coming, he's not coming, he's not coming. And then Hoffman said, I'm going to play that clip over and over. And I said, I would love to be wrong. Real quick take. Here's what I worry about with Harper. I feel He's like we good. we talk about it so much, and we do, and it's all good, but the likelihood of it happening, I think, is so slim that for the fan base, it's going to be an enormous letdown when Daniel Descalzo signs a two-year deal. Which is why I think they have been honest, as opposed to lying on purpose, holding their cards close to the vest, all of that stuff, close to the scarf, most case. I think they've been trying to let people down easy. Let the like yesterday, Mo basically said, "We're not getting Harper," and fans are like, "Oh, they're lying. They're tricking us. This is going to be so exciting." And they're trying like hell. I think different than past years, they want you to not be let down. Do you agree with that premise? I can see that. However, also, I don't really ever believe people in management positions because I don't think it makes sense for them to always tell the truth I agree. to the Ex- fan base except and think, the media. I, but I think because of the Harper hoopla, they know what's being said out there, that I think they feel the need to kind of tap the brakes. Also, I like the term Harper hoopla. Sounds oh, like a podcast. It's, it's the bizarre. Yeah, Harper hoopla is better. You like the alliteration? Coming up, Harper hoopla. Who's going to sign up? Got up. Uh, Rock was wondering, because in our system, the, song, the Chuck Berry song that we played back for this segment is in there is Run, Rudolph, Run, that as opposed to Run, Run, Rudolph, which is what Chuck says in the song, the title is actually officially Run, Rudolph, Run. I, I don't know why. I hate that But that so is much. how it is actually logged that, that's in. That's going to bother me for the rest of the day. It has since been, obviously, many covers. They have it labeled as Run, Run, Rudolph, but Chuck Berry's version is Run, Rudolph, Run. In case you're curious. I never thought about it. You guys are kind of like the scene in Diner where they're arguing about that sandwich. You going to finish that? Why do you want it? No, I don't want it. But if you're not going to eat it, I'll eat it. Like they, back, into, You guys are arguing off air about it. Run Rudolph, run. Red, run. Who cares? They did Chuck Berry wrong in Back to the Future, but I disagree with him strongly on this one. Question. Answer. Now, I realize I have, I have no data this time to support this. We can look it up. I was at the battery store, and I'm chatting with the fellas as we're waiting in line. Two guys said as we're listening to that mariah carey christmas song is it all i want for christmas yeah okay all i want for christmas is you 
Now, this gentleman said that he read a report or saw on TV oh, no. that she makes a million dollars in royalties every year off of just that song I believe because it. it's played so much. Oh, so yeah. I have no data to support that. I'd like to know if that's true. I think that's very believable. On one song. I, I, I think half of that has to be in that that song is used in every single Hallmark Christmas movie ever made. And considering they make 45 new ones every year, it's got to be like banking half of it right there. Can you check on it while we yes. continue? The, the Economist end of the day, reports that as of 2017, All I Want for Christmas is You has earned over 77 million, I guess, euro, because it says 60 million U.S. dollars in royalties for Carrie and a fantasy, if I'm guessing who is the singer. That averages out to about 3.3, or the writer, rather, 3.3 million a year since its release is what it's average in royalties from Mariah Carey. I mean, think what? Maybe a couple hundred dollars per play. It's played how many times just here in St. Louis? And multiply that by the hundreds of all Christmas stations across the country this time of year. Have you ever seen the movie About a Boy with Hugh Grant? I have not. Ends up being friends with this kid, and Hugh Grant is this bachelor living in London. He's got like fancy car, fancy. He's just like, but he's all about himself, real narcissistic. Like you. It's a real stretch for him. And he's rich because his dad wrote a Christmas jingle back in the day. But every time he goes to the grocery store, it, it drives him crazy. He hates the song, but he gets royalty checks. Real quick, have you ever seen Winter's Bone? Yes. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Great good. Hollywood song. I, I still haven't seen it, only because Martin's it's talked about it for weird, 10 years hey, straight. It's weird. Hey, right. Andy Markell, the owner, when Frank and I were last debating it, Texted in, basically said, eh, Frank doesn't know movie. That's a great movie. True We story. need to get Randy back on talking movies. We should do it this week. He's having a party. Christmas, Let's do this. Christmas movie ranking for Randy Markell's favorite holiday movie. That's a good topic. The way yeah. you described Wait, tomorrow, Hugh, we got three hours. The way you described Hugh Grant in that movie, I feel like at least one of those characteristics is Hugh Grant in every movie. Yes. He's rich, kind of a jerk, in London. Like I feel like one of those three things is literally a part of every single Hugh Grant character ever. Rockio. Speaking of that, though, and Christmas movies, Hugh Grant, Love Actually. Oh, are you serious? That's a great movie. It is a t- literally, the crux of the movie is the dude hits on his best friend's wife. No, there's like there's 10 different storylines with a huge ensemble cast. That's a really good Christmas movie. It's one of those movies, if you see it on TV, if you catch it a quarter of the way through or half ter- or three-fourths of the way through, you're going to watch it till the end. And finally, Adam Adovino, hoping to join an exclusive class. Ed Stoffer, Al Smith, Hal Schumacher, Frank Lemansky, Elmer Jacobs. Those are the five pitchers in the history of baseball who struck out Babe Ruth every time they faced him. Wow. They each just faced him one time and struck him out in that one at that. Oh, they, I wish we knew that. Then you could go up to Adam. Who do you think you are, Elmer Jablonski or whatever the hell it is? That's my point. When you hear a guy's name is Elmer, all right? Elmer Jacobs. You have to discount any stat from a guy named Elmer. Why? Because Why you know you it's Elmer? from at least 100 years ago. Elmer Fudd? Why do you hate them? You're an elitist. You really, you're a name elitist, sir, Chuck. Why? Take the blues tonight. Because you have a traditional <laughs> name means you get to look down on people with weird names. Nobody like names Elmer. their kid uh, Charles anymore. Do you hate Elmer Glue? Elmer's glue is fantastic. Okay. That's in the day. All right, here you go, guys. This okay. is Sunday night. I'm leaving. We put in a long day. Interviewed Travis Ford. Didn't the, cover the women's game, though, huh? Did you go to game. the slew game and like, drink a lot while there? No. You got so drunk Kilcoin, you bought a $50 you, sweatshirt? You guys are going to like this. Martin Kilcoin <laughs> continues to exclude women's sports in his coverage. He covered the slew men's basketball game against Oregon State with at least five minutes of airtime. The slew women played Mizzou, ranked 23rd nationally, in the same arena right after the men's game. Not one damn sentence of coverage. 
so tired of his sexist was, coverage. Was damn in all caps? It tired, all caps? Ah. Is it from Differentity? It was such a big game. Why wasn't it on TV? No, we wanted to cover it. We love Lisa Stone, Billiken program, and we show Mizzou women's highlights, Sophie Cunningham on occasion when they're televised. Listen. Men, let, let me just thought, this is Charlie. shocking. Men's sports are big. Where's, Listen. The new, where's the new guy Dino at? Help me Chuck out Chuck has a daughter. Men's, he's offended. Listen, men's folks. sports garner more coverage. I would love to have had some slew coverage on Sunday. All I'm of saying. The game, of course. Fox 2 management. Audrey, if you're listening. We could. I mean, we could have a sports director who is inclusive, <laughs> who has a young daughter, exactly. and knows how important it is to have solid female role models. Wow. You, you have that opportunity on staff, in-house. That's all I'm saying. Watch Charlie Sports moving forward and be like, all right, we'll get to the uh, card sign of Bryce Harper. I've got an eighth-grade feature. <laughs> These young gals are really killing it in volleyball. Little Stephanie Johnson. She's in eighth grade, one of the best field hockey players in yes. the area. And also, the Cardinals signed Bryce Harper. I, I just think that I, I'm going to write this gal back. Is that offensive? Gal? Hey, broad. Write this woman Listen, back check. and say, Listen, I, tuts. I would say, I agree with you. <laughs> It is disappointing we didn't have coverage. We would like to we knew about the game we wanted to cover it. But I would like you to also explain tired of his sexist coverage. I need <laughs> You're always talking NFL and Cardinal baseball. Yeah, like everybody. Correct. Correct. To be fair, you said Jessica no. Mendoza talks too much. No, that's look, that's what she's referring. Because to. I actually My hate mom said it first. Listen, I hate when we get these emails because Correct. they're usually false. Saturday, we did a nice story on Asia Blackwell who committed to Mizzou. Now she's unfortunately no longer with Whitfield, but one of the best players in the country. Last week, we did a ton of coverage for, of course, Incarnate Word and Nafisa Collier coming back, having her jersey retired. Great UConn women versus Slough women. So stop it. Stop, stop it. it. Stop oh, yeah? It. Oh, yeah? Only professional basketball team in St. Louis is a women's team. I don't see you covering them. The Surge, Ooh, right? Surge. Great Love program. the Surge. Shirley Washington does a ton of stories with the Surge. That's a true story. That's true. And she's part of our family. And we love her. When and she's a hockey, she's a hockey guy. I haven't seen her covering a lot of the men's sports. I'm a little tired of That's her. That's a good point, coverage. actually. A little wow. tired of that. Yep. It's reverse sexism. I'm, tur- wow. I'm turning the tables. Turning it's about table. time guys, you know, get were able to, to get some sports coverage. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with these people around here? Huh? Last time you saw a live sporting event involving men. It's been a long time. Yeah. What? <laughs> the announcer on the men's uh, Billikens game, female uh, analyst of the other day. How about that? All right, we got to get out of here. The hard line is coming up next. Frank is out tomorrow. Martin and Chuck starting at 10 a.m. here on 590 The Fan.